This is Michelle Gibbs. My husband Mike and I have been married for 16 years and we live in Idaho with our five children. The oldest is 14 and the youngest is one year old. I love studying the scriptures and preparing for this podcast every week really helps me to have more inspiration and revelation for my own life and also for my family. Join me each week as I share some of the thoughts that I have as I study the scriptures using the Come Follow Me course by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. This week we're studying Helaman chapters 7 through 12, and we're talking about Nephi, the prophet, and how he preaches to the people and sometimes is rejected, their wickedness, the famine that comes when Nephi prays to have a famine humble them instead of wars, and we see them repent, and then we see them turn wicked again, and the Gadianton robbers return, and we just see a lot of wickedness and a lot of people turning away from the Lord. And in chapter 12 of Helaman, verse 2, it says, Yea, and we may see at the very time when he doth prosper his people, yea, in the increase of their fields, their flocks and herds, and in gold and in silver, and in all manner of precious things of every kind and art, sparing their lives and delivering them out of the hands of their enemies, softening the hearts of their enemies that they should not declare wars against them, yea, in, in fine, doing all things for the welfare and happiness of his people, Yea, then is the time that they do harden their hearts, and do forget the Lord their God, and do trample under their feet the Holy One. Yea, and this because of their ease, and their exceedingly great prosperity. And I thought about that. The Lord blesses us, and this is true throughout all people at all times. I think it, it's a common thing we see, even in our own lives today, where we're blessed, and because life gets easy, and there aren't any struggles, and we prosper, we turn away from Heavenly Father and our hearts are hardened and we forget to see His hand in our lives. We forget to be humble and to be thankful and we end up turning to wickedness and pride just like we talked about last week with the pride cycle. I, I see more of that as we read in these chapters this week. And I was thinking about my own children and sometimes we, as parents, my husband and I think, let's do this great thing for the kids. Let's, let's plan a great activity or fun event or this fun gift that they weren't expecting, things like that. And when sometimes we present some of our kids with this, and it's funny that because we made it so easy and the, the big goal was, it, it was just given to them without them having to wait for it or save for it or plan for it, be excited, work for it, any of that, if it's just given to them, often we find that the kids aren't grateful for it. And sometimes they're even on the opposite and they're ungrateful and they find things to complain about this great thing that we've given them or offered them. And of course, this isn't all my kids and it just happens from time to time with various ones. So. I won't, <laughs> I won't name any names or anything, but I, I think that's true sometimes in my own life as well, that when things are just given and I wasn't expecting it or hoping for it or whatever, it was just easy and it's there, I'm not grateful for it. And I'm kind of 
casual about it because it's not something that I value. On the other hand, in my own life and also in my children's lives, when we work for something and we plan and we say, this is what I really want to do or this is what I really want to purchase and we have to plan for it and we have to save for it and we look forward to that coming. When it happens, we're just so grateful and so thankful and so happy in this great thing that we have been able to accomplish. And it's true with Heavenly Father and His children as well. A lot of times people say, well, life is really hard. Why do hard things have to happen? And why do bad things happen to good people? You know, all those questions and things like that that you hear. And I think this verse really sums that up because when things are too easy and we prosper without having to work for that prosperity, then our hearts get hardened and we forget Heavenly Father and He wants to give us all these blessings and all these wonderful things, but He knows that we need to work for them and we need to do everything we can first so that we can grow throughout the process instead of regressing and turning more carnally minded as He blesses us. So. I really liked that verse and he will bless us as we put our trust in him which is what Helam in chapter 12 verse 1 says the Lord in his great infinite goodness doth bless and prosper those who put their trust in him so as we continue to turn our hearts towards Heavenly Father and keep them softened and find gratitude in our lives then he will continue to bless us and we will not turn to our pride but we can just have those blessings and we can have his help as things do get difficult because they still will even when we have our heart in the right place life can still throw challenges our way and that's how we grow i've been thinking a lot this week about nephi and what he did and actually this is something that we read last week i believe it was in chapter five of Helaman, but he he had been the chief judge and he I'm sure was very good at that he's he was obviously a likable guy he was put into office by the vote of the people and he gave that up because Heavenly Father had something else in mind for him in his life and a better use for his talent something that Heavenly Father wanted him to do with the talents that he'd been given and that he'd worked on throughout his life. And he devotes his life to teaching the gospel and the blessings that come to the people through Nephi's teachings are just incredible. And the miracles that happen, the power of Heavenly Father that we see through Nephi is awesome. The fact that he can ask Heavenly Father to send a famine and Heavenly Father does and just all the awesome stuff that he does and how he can teach and move from place to place through the spirit. It's just such a neat few chapters that we're reading, but I was thinking about Nephi and how it applies to my life. And I just wanted to share a personal experience that I've had, that I am having, I guess, because life continues to go, but it really, I related my life to Nephi's and I just wanted to share that. I think Nephi, probably had a great thing going when he was in this leadership position. And so to give it up required a lot of trust in Heavenly Father and it required obedience to Heavenly Father's will. So in the early years of 
motherhood for me. I was busy because I had a few young children and and there was not a lot of breaks. We didn't live near any family. We still don't, but so most of the time I was with the kids all day, every day until they went to bed. And my husband would sometimes help me out, um, take a break from work to watch the kids if I had to go to the dentist or doctor or anything like that. But mostly they were just with me. And often I took them to those appointments because I didn't have any to watch them. And I, I'm not big on asking neighbors to do things for me all the time. I just feel bad doing that. And so I'm kind of an independent person. And so I just didn't have a lot of breaks from the kids. And it was difficult, but I loved it. Fast forward a few years and my oldest kids are starting to get, we're starting to get old enough to babysit. And I was starting to get just a little bit of freedom here and there where I could let the children, the older children watch the younger children and I could get out and do things when I needed to. And as they got older and older, that happened more and more. And I found that I had more freedom than I thought I was gonna have as a mom. Because as a young mother, it didn't occur to me that that would ever end. I thought it would just be that way for the entire time that I had children at home. And so this freedom of finding some me time was just such a great, unexpected thing that I had and I loved it. And at the time, I just had four kids. And so when my fourth daughter, when, when Sophia, my fourth child, she went into kindergarten and I had nobody at home for times and I just thought what am I gonna do with my life I can I can do something I don't have to just be at home with the kids I can I can make a difference I can be somebody special and I started trying to decide what do I want to do do I want to get a job somewhere do I want to help coach things do I want to what do I want to do to make a difference and my mind was heading that direction and Heavenly Father had a different plan for me. And those thoughts from the Spirit started working their way into my heart. And luckily, I had sufficiently softened my heart at that time that I let those thoughts in. And Heavenly Father continued to soften my heart and just let me know that, hey, right now you have another special spirit waiting to come down to your family. And that's really what's important for you right now. And I had to come to terms with that. It was difficult because at the time I really had been planning to be an independent person too on the side of being a mom. And I realized that when I was in my early 20s and getting married and deciding to have children, I made that decision to be a mom. And that decision was an eternal decision for me. It wasn't a decision of a few years that I could just give up now that my kids were in school. It was a long-term commitment for me. And it's what I wanted. I wanted it so desperately in my early 20s. And I had to remind myself in my early 30s <laughs> and my mid-30s, I guess I was probably mid-30s, that that is still what I wanted. That is who I am and that was me making a difference. It still is me making a difference here in my home with my children and my family and my husband. and. Once I realized that, I found so much more joy in being a mom. And I learned to be happy in every moment and enjoy all the little things. And I still get to go out on my own frequently because I have two awesome older kids who love to watch the younger kids for me. And I love it and I appreciate it so much because it gives me time to kind of 
reboot my system and be a better mom when I am home. And I was able to have a little baby girl and we love her so much and I can't imagine our family without her just like I can't imagine it without any of my other children. And so Heavenly Father blessed me. And at the time, I had to cut back on some things that were difficult. I was coaching a jump rope, assistant coaching, a jump rope team with my children and I had to let go of that. I had a job opportunity to be a youth coach with the youth symphony in our town and I had to let go of that. I almost, I did accept the job and then I had to turn it down because I knew it wasn't where I needed to be. And then I had to cut back on the music lessons that I teach here in my home. I just felt like Heavenly Father was telling me, stop doing so much out there, you're missing things in here. And so I cut back on that too, and that was also difficult, but I, I was able to cut back on all those things and spend most of my time just being here with my children. And I thought, wow, Heavenly Father prepared me for that. And then the church came out with the new youth program, doing goals at home, and I thought, if I had not already cut back on the, my own personal extra things, then I wouldn't have the time that I need to dedicate myself to supporting my children as they learn and grow and make their own goals. And I was so thankful and I thought, Heavenly Father saw this coming and that's why he did that in my life so that I would be ready for this moment. And I've had that thought a few times. I had that thought when I had my baby, then I had it again when the youth goal system came out. And then again, just recently in the last few weeks, I thought, wait, I thought Heavenly Father was preparing me for those things, but really he was preparing me for now. Because right now with the the uncertainty and the fact that I don't know what's gonna happen in the schools this year. I want my children to have a good education and I want their lives to have some consistency to them. And so they are the younger, well I guess they're not the younger three because I, sometimes I don't count my baby. My middle three kids are gonna be home with me doing school. My middle schooler, the oldest of those three, she's gonna do some of both so that she gets to be in middle school some and at home some, and then my high schooler is just going to high school. But I am gonna have those three kids home with me and then my little baby also, and I'm gonna be helping them with their schooling and making sure that they learn what they need to learn and that they have a really good learning year. And I'm so thankful that Heavenly Father has prepared me for the last few years to want to be home first of all, to find joy in being home and to have the time and to cut back on those other activities that were taking me away from my home so that I can be here where I need to be. And I think about Nephi and how he was doing great things, but Heavenly Father had a plan for him where he could do better things. And I feel like that with my life over the last several years where I was, I was doing good things, I was doing great things, but Heavenly Father wanted me to do better things. And so here I am and I'm happy and I'm thankful for my willingness to listen to the Spirit and to obey. And also I'm so thankful for Heavenly Father's hand in my life and that He's guided me to this point that I can be here and be doing what I'm doing and making a difference here in my little home with my little family. Now I'm not in any way saying that everyone needs to be home with their families because each one of us is so unique and we all have unique talents and abilities and skills and there are so many different circumstances where people need help and we can help and do things. And Heavenly Father 
knows each one of us so individually and so perfectly that he knows where we can best help and do good. And so for some of us, like me, it's being here home with my children and being that example in their lives and being the support for them. And for others, it's working outside of the home and making a difference in whatever way that you are. And Heavenly Father, in his infinite knowledge, can just work all that out for us if we just turn our hearts to him, just like Nephi did, and seek out his counsel and obey the Spirit and those promptings that we get so that we can make adjustments in our lives so that we can do the best and be the best that we can be as Heavenly Father helps us to grow. So that's my big long lecture story for the day. Hope I'm sure my kids will love that. They've heard it before, but I just really wanted to share it this week. Next week, we are studying Helaman chapters 13 through 16, which is the prophecies of Samuel the Lamanite. So it's going to be a great reading. Have a great week.